Today is Thursday, November the 12th, and you're listening to the first ever episode of the Bumbling, Fumbling, Mumbling Show. I am your host, Luke Walker. I was joined in today's episode by Bo Evans, Chandler Moore, and Logan Daigle. We are without, we are without everybody's favorite, Noah Picard, for this one, but we have brought you boys and girls a very, very packed show. We could not be more excited to bring this to you. This has been a project in the works for a while. And we are very, very excited for the release of the first show. In the show, we get to a little fight news. Dustin Poirier has officially signed to fight Conor McGregor January 23rd at an undisclosed location. We are hoping that fight takes place in Cowboy Stadium, as it is rumored to. We also hope there is some belt, some title implications added to the fight. Very excited for that one. We will also get into our college football weekend preview. The four-team playoff is starting to take shape. Alabama, Notre Dame, Ohio State, and Clemson. Currently your top four, and we think it'll be very tough, very tough for any other team to crack that top four, barring some huge upset to any of those teams, especially with Clemson getting Trevor Lawrence back. We also go through each and every NFL game coming up this week, beginning with the Colts and Titans kicking us off today. That is and much, much more. But before we get into the show, we want to remind you, please go follow our Twitter and Instagram. Our Twitter, especially, is where we will make any announcements regarding the show. It is where you will see updates for our YouTube channel and then our Instagram. Our Instagram is brand new. Please go follow both. Both handles are at the BFM show at T-H-E-B-F-M-S-H-O-W. That is the handle on both platforms. Go give us a follow, DM us, tweet at us, tag us in photos. Let us know what you would like to hear on the show. Also let us know if you would ever like to come on our trivia. If you have not checked it out yet, the Bumbling, Fumbling, Mumbling Show. Once a week, we'll bring you BFM Trivia Night. If you go look on our YouTube, the Bumbling, Fumbling, Mumbling Show on YouTube, we have now two episodes of our BFM Trivia we are looking to bring on guests for the show. So DM us on either platform. Tell us that you'd like to come on, and we will see if you can have, we can get you on to the show to test your sports trivia knowledge. That's enough rambling for me. Let's get into the show live recorded on YouTube. <laughs> Fuck it, we're live. Welcome, boys and girls, to the first ever Bumbling, Fumbling, Mumbling show. We are live on the YouTube, although it doesn't seem like anybody can watch us on the YouTube right now because YouTube itself is down. It is not my internet tonight. YouTube itself is down, but once it gets back up, hopefully we get some people tuning in here. I am Luke Walker. This is Bo. This is Stephen A., as we call him, Logan Daigle. And the point right Chandler down there what's going on boys what's up Luke I, the point. I got the I worked on uh pointing to the right screen it's opposite of what I'm looking at here on the screen yeah let's jump right into some news boys news from around the sports world first and foremost our very own here from Lafayette Louisiana 
Dustin Poirier. It is official. Official. He is fighting Conor McGregor January 23rd. January 23rd. Don't know where it's going to be yet. They rumored it was going to be in Dallas. What do we think about that fight? Because I think our boy is going to win this time. This is, for those who don't know, the second time that they fought. They fought, I believe, in 2014. Dustin Poirier lost that fight. I think Dustin Poirier pulls it out this time. I don't know, man. I hope he does. Yeah, but, same, same. I mean, Connor, Connor's last fight lasted what? 30 seconds. 30 seconds. seconds? Yeah. yeah, but and it's Cowboy back in January. So he has I wouldn't say off. Cowboy's not on the same level. Even though he fights a lot, he is not on the same level as Dustin Poirier. Dustin Poirier is on a streak. Besides his Khabib loss, Dustin Poirier hasn't lost in about five five years, and he's been in some wars with some of the hardest hitters on the planet. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's going to be the best fight of the year or next year, maybe, you know, um, it's going to be, a, it's going to be a war, but I don't know, man, nah. I would not put money on Dustin. Yeah, I put all of that on Dustin, all of it on Dustin. I think he pulls it out. You must be like Logan, bro. and must not like winning money. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? And maybe they make <laughs> it for the belt. Apparently Khabib now wants to come back. It was the shortest lived retirement ever. Khabib now <laughs> wants to go come back. His manager, uh, Ali, I, I don't know how to say his last name, Abila Delaziz, something like that. Uh, apparently he tweeted out 30 and 0. That's all he tweeted out. But that's obviously referencing Khabib as his manager saying he wants to come back, fight one more time. Who knows? They might make this for a belt, at least at the very least, an interim belt, which would be cool. Uh, I hope they do it at the very least in front of fans. I hope that this Dallas in Cowboy Stadium thing is true because uh, that would be absolutely electric to see Connor in front of fans again. And I think they've been waiting to bring Connor back until they had they were able to get fans into the building. Would would that be a sellout, you think? Would they sell out the whole stadium? I don't think so. I think it's still 50%. But if I'm saying if, what I if see. fans were allowed, would they? Oh, absolutely. That would sell out. That, uh, yeah, any, anytime Connor fights, you're selling out the arena. Yeah, you're going to do your that's highest. That's 100% sold out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I want to see. So realistically, I mean, obviously, I'd be cheering for Poirier, but I do like McGregor a lot, too. But say McGregor wins, I'd love to see the fucking McGregor-Khabib fight again, because I think that shit would be awesome. Yeah, I, I still think Khabib would fight. <laughs> I think Khabib oh, would, would win. Anybody, anybody you put in front of Khabib, man, I don't see that. Until I see it happen, I, think, I would never believe that dude's going to lose. Yeah, if he gets McGregor to the ground again. But I, I if, thought if McGregor can stay on his feet against him, I think he's got it. That's chance. everybody's chance. That's Gaethje, Poirier, <laughs> yeah. McGregor, anybody. If the, Their only chance is to knock him out round one. After that, they're, they're going to get tired. He's going to jump on their back. He's going to have him on the ground, and they're going to be worn out. And then he just tees off. Yeah, yeah. That's how he does. Anyway, the other news that we have to get to is LSU conveniently getting um, conveniently getting a widespread uh, COVID. Um, I misworded that a wide uh, uh, COVID's running rampant through LSU. Suddenly, when they have a twenty-two point spread against them uh, when they're playing Alabama, uh, to my to my LSU fans below me. Um, what's your take on that? What do you think, uh, Logan? You said the over under yeah. was 70, seventy. What did you say it was? 70 Seventy-two. Points? I just wow. asked Luke if he could guess it. He told me fifty-four. I said no. It was yeah. seventy-two. That's actually nuts. So then, if I the over under. If the over under, if I have this math correct, the over under is at seventy-two. 
Alabama was favored by 22, 22. in that game. That would put them at uh, – they were expecting a 50-burger from Alabama. Is that correct? Probably. A 50-burger I mean, from Alabama and, and a 30 from LSU. But 30 from LSU. But, 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 but. When the fuck does Alabama ever score 50 or LSU score 50 when they play each other? I don't care how bad the defenses are. Fucking tempers start oh, flaring. Tempers start flaring in that game, are. and it's always a freaking. It might be like a twenty-one point game, a twenty-eight point game. It's not. It's never gonna be a fucking fifty to three game like LSU just gave up to Auburn. Mac Jones might not start at halftime. No, if this game played, I don't believe that shit. LSU is so fucking bad. I don't think I Alabama's actually, that good I either. Actually, I, what are you fucking kidding me? I They're asked not, Chandler, like, diehard impressive to me. I asked Chandler today if he was upset the game got canceled. He was like, no, not at all. Because no. nobody wants to – this is not going to be a game. It's going to be a fucking ass-whooping. Nobody wants to see that, except for me. But it, 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 I'm not – I wasn't was an even absolute excited. ass-whooping. This is the worst defense at LSU. Yeah. This is the worst defense that LSU has brought to this game in the last 15 years. We'll see. We'll see if it's played. Cancel it. You know, we could say Alabama didn't beat us this year. That's fine by me, you know. And then (laughs) we'll just play the game next year and see how that one goes. True. I I realistically do not think it was going to be a fucking blowout, though. Anyways. Give me whatever. I think it's just mighty mighty convenient that all year long there were no COVID cases for LSU and the the week before Bama in a year where they seemingly have a – Awful defense. Uh, that's He's a Halloween party, you, bro. You you can't say that though because five out of the seven SEC games this week are fucking canceled. So some some shit happened. It's not just LSU scared of Bama supposedly, but five of the games. Of it's collusion. It's collusion around the SEC. Uh, we also had a few awards announced today. Uh, that is Shane Bieber. Ohio, the state of Ohio, swept the Cy Young Awards this year. Shane Bieber with the Cleveland Indians. I'd hope not. I'd hope not. Well, that's major clout if he is. Uh, it's more you get more clout for being related to Justin Bieber than being a baseball player. So true. Shane Bieber, um, he took home the AL Cy Young Award today, and then Trevor Bauer in Cincinnati, Ohio, for the Reds, took home the National League. Cy Young Award. Uh, Trevor Bauer is a free agent as of now. He is not on a team. Uh, myself and Bo were texting earlier. We had uh, a little bit of predictions. I believe I predicted Trevor Bauer is going to go to the San Diego Padres on a hundred plus million dollar contract, about to secure the bag this year. Um, not much to say though about the Cy Young winners. I mean, Shane Bieber. I believe he had the pitcher's triple crown, ERA, strikeouts, and I don't know what the third leg of that uh, wins. So wins. uh, No surprises there. Uh, But but where do you think Trevor Bauer ends up this year? Where do I think he ends up or where do I want him to end up? We both want him on the Astros. I think he's just trolling. James Click, listen to me. Sign this motherfucker. I want to watch this man pitch every five days. I want him to fucking throw a baseball over the Crawford boxes when Dusty Baker comes out and gets him in the seventh inning. Get I, this guy as a baseball player is everything I ever aspired to be. He is a fucking phenomenal pitcher. 
and an absolute blast to watch. Where he ends up, uh, man, I he's I know he talked about only signing one year deals like forever. I don't know if that narrative changes for when him. a five year, hundred twenty five or hundred fifty million dollar deal is thrown his way. I don't think he's going to think, "Wow, how much can I get just this year?" I think he easily takes a five or six year deal if it comes at him. Yeah, uh, I don't think he's going to go to, to a non contender. So, Baltimore Oriole fans, sorry, not happening. Uh, I mean, I could see the Yankees throwing some dumb money at him just because they're the Yankees. I can see. I, I think it's going to be Padres or the Dodgers. Uh, I hate to say it, but I think the Dodgers. You think they're going to throw throw that money at them? The Dodgers can throw the bag around. The Dodgers can throw the bag around. Um, I don't know. I guess we shall see. We shall see yeah. where Trevor Bauer ends up. I can um, see him other, in a bigger market. Moving to basketball, though, we talked about it a little bit before we hit the air, but there's apparently a little. I wouldn't say beef between Harden, James Harden and Russell Westbrook, but there seems to be uh, Russell Westbrook once out of Houston um, and who knows with James Harden, but Russell Westbrook, Chandler, our, our in-house basketball guy, where does Russell Westbrook end up? Ooh, that's, a, that's a really good question. Um, definitely the Clippers are going to be in play. Any big team in the Western Conference is going to want him, um, especially next year. Next year is going to be an absolutely loaded Western Conference. So I can see the Clippers making a run. The Nuggets. Um, there's some smoke, though, that CP3 is going to go from the Thunder to the Suns. So if the Suns don't want to go after CP3, I could see him trying to make a run for Westbrook. Um, but yeah, you know where Westbrook's going, dude? Where? He's going to the Brooklyn Nets. Dude, they already they have Kyrie. They have Kyrie. Kyrie, KD, and Westbrook. No, the big no, three. No. I think that's Water one of the teams way. you can absolutely rule out as not getting Russell Westbrook. <laughs> apparently, apparently, and I guess it's because they have to pay Brandon Ingram, but the Pelicans are currently like actively shopping Drew Holiday, which I don't get at all. Unless it's because yeah. I, I don't look at their no if they if they need to move him to pay Brandon Ingram, I understand yeah. the move then. But I don't think they need to. I don't think it's a no. money problem. It's no, not I think a, it's they were trading him to the Suns for like the six overall pick or something. No, you just stop talking. talking. Um, so what's going <laughs> on in Pelicans world is that a lot of teams are showing interest in Drew Holiday. It wasn't David Griffin trying to shop Drew Holiday. It's that actually a lot of teams want Drew Holiday. So what's actually going on is that the Atlanta Hawks, they have the sixth pick in the, uh, in the draft the Hawks, yeah, next Wednesday. And there's a lot of smoke that Pelicans are going to try to do a three-team trade with the Hawks, and somehow, I think right now there's talk that the the Brooklyn Nets are involved, and that Drew would be their third piece that they're that they're looking for. So I could definitely see a three-team trade with the Nets, the Hawks, and the Pelicans, where you know Drew because because next season Drew's a free agent, so he's on a one-year deal. He's getting paid what twenty-eight million, I think, right now this yep. this next year. So. You know, you got it. You got to sell they, If they walk out with the bag, I mean, the, the Pelicans, <clears throat> for their history, before uh, – what's the new GM, uh, Griffin? What's his name? Uh, Del Dimps. Whatever his first name. No, Del Dimps. Langdon is the uh, GM, and then Griffin. Langdon is the GM. Right. 
they have for their history. I mean, the whole time they had Anthony Davis, they pretty much never had a top 10 pick. They never had their own first round pick and we really never got anything for it. We got that guy. Um, what was that? A uh, foreign guy that we had the shooter. He was a, he was a forward uh, that we traded one of our first four. Um, I slip on his name, Miritich. but anyway, yes, it was Miritich. Miritich. We traded a first for him, I believe. The only first round pick I can remember is having in the Anthony Davis era after Davis left. Uh, I'm sorry, after Davis got drafted was uh, the pick we took for Nerlens Noel, which eventually got us Drew Holiday on draft night. And uh, which we won. Buddy, buddy, we took Buddy, buddy Hill. Boy, took he Buddy Hill one season with us, and then we shipped him. Shipped him all for Boogie Cousins, who we got half yeah. a year out of, or a year and a half out of, uh, before tearing his ACL. Um, so it just seemed like we never had we never had a top ten pick, and we were always a bottom feeder in the NF, in, in the NBA. Uh, now we basically have all of the Lakers picks for the next twenty years. We have a lot of the Thunder's picks. Uh, so if they get a bag for Drew Holiday right here, I mean, it's possible. Get rid of Drew Holiday, but man, if we get three picks out of this and maybe another piece. That's all. I mean, yeah. That's all you need. The Hawks' number six pick. I mean, these boys are set. These boys are set with draft picks for the whole time Zion's here. So hopefully yeah. they can build something there. I don't know, uh, but yeah, maybe secure the bag for Drew. He's only on a one-year deal. Um, could be a good move. Could work out really well for him. Circle back to Russ Westbrook real quick. I mean, I'm not the biggest basketball guy, but to me, as I don't even think I can call myself a casual basketball fan, but to me. Russell Westbrook seems like he's going to make whatever team he goes to worse. Like he, the way he plays, his he seems kind of like a jackass. Like it just doesn't seem like he's going to be a guy who can get you far into the playoffs. He's going to be all about himself and and kind of just disrupt whatever they already have going. I couldn't See, disagree more. I think uh, since he's coming to the league, he's been on a playoff team, and much less that, I think he's been on like a top four seeded playoff team every year he's been in the league. But he's never won anything. He's a walking triple double. Let's be real here. Yeah, I mean that's that's what he is. he's he gets buckets, he gets assists, he grabs rebounds. I mean that's winning basketball right there. I mean they're they're he's been on top four teams because he's that good of a player. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of a lot of people say like as a teammate they respect him and he's good to get along with. But obviously us outsiders that see the interviews and see how he acts, you know, we think that you know he's full of himself, which he definitely is, but. You know, it's it's completely different on that basketball floor. I mean, he's an ultimate competitor. He's someone that you do want on your team. You want on, you know, you want to be, you know, rooting for him, opposed to against him. But you know, unless he's on a team that you like, it's easy to hate him. He's been to the finals what once and lost to LeBron, and then the he could have went again with the rant, the rants last year in OKC, but they fucking choked a three-one lead against the Warriors. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know, but I think Russell Westbrook definitely makes any team that he's on a lot better. Uh, plus, he's one of the most electric guys in the league. I w- I'll be honest, I didn't watch a lick of basketball this past season uh, after COVID hit. Um, but that guy's electric to watch. That's a man that goes hard at the rim. Speaking of his interviews, flashback, he said, what you talking about, man? I don't know if y'all remember that interview. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, love that interview from Russell Westbrook. But let's get to why we are really here, and it is football, baby. Let's get to some football, college football. So me and Logan were talking before we got on the air. Me and Logan were talking. And we were talking the playoff picture. As much as we would love to see a BYU or a Cincinnati sneak into the playoffs, 
it's not likely to happen at all. I think it's out the picture completely. I think it's almost completely out the picture. It's also completely out the picture. We talked about maybe a Pac-12 team yeah. slipping in. There's no chance of that happening. There's or, Oregon's ranked what 11, and they're undefeated, yeah. and they have already only have four games left, and then they have the Pac-12 championship. But the remaining schedule for the teams that are currently top four right now, the remaining yeah. schedule for these teams, Alabama, their game against LSU got postponed. I don't know to win. They might not play that game. But they have Kentucky, Auburn, who's ranked 24. That's it. So out of the top four teams, only there's only two ranked games that there's only two ranked opponents that any of those teams play. So between the four, there's only two ranked opponents that they play in One the regular them, season. In the regular season, right? They have their conference championship games, which they could change things up. But Alabama, Kentucky, Auburn, Arkansas—that's outside of the LSU game they were supposed to play. Auburn's ranked 24 right now. Notre Dame. Notre Dame has by far the easiest schedule left. They have Boston College, who. A good team, Boston College this week. They have North Carolina next week, which they are a good team, then a really bad team week to week. Syracuse and Wake Forest to end the year. I don't see them losing any of those games. Ohio State. Ohio State. They were supposed to play Maryland this week. That game got canceled. So they have have number 10, Indiana, next week. Number 10, Indiana, next week, which is by far the toughest game that any of these four teams have to play. If they win that game, they're locked for the playoff, I think. This is Indiana, boys. Indiana, they go on to play Illinois, Michigan, Michigan State, and Michigan. I was going to label every single team that they have a fraud. Every single team in the, in the NFL is already a fraud. Now we're working into the college game. We're going to start Let getting me, oh what, 126 teams, frauds. And then lastly, Clemson, they're on a bye this week, but they have Florida yeah. State, Pitts, Pittsburgh, and Virginia Tech. Let me give, So let they me all give have some- easy – Easy paths to their conference championship, and if they just take care of business there, they win. I mean, Clemson and Notre Dame are going to play again, right? Winner in the ACC Winner that gets in, I think, even the loser of that season. Only scenario, only scenario, I see Cincinnati or BYU getting in. So if they go undefeated, and if Notre Dame beats Clemson in the ACC championship, and if Alabama beats Florida in the SEC championship, they'll sneak in. Yeah, but the the scenario I want to see fucking happen is I want Ohio every State team in front of LSU loses and LSU somehow no. gets up to number four. <laughs> LSU is done. I want to see Ohio State go undefeated. I want to see Alabama lose to Florida in the SEC championship, putting them both at one loss. And I want to see Clemson beat Notre Dame in the ACC championship, putting them both at one loss. And I want to see who gets into the fucking playoffs, the two ACC teams or the two SEC teams. And we'll see who is biased in that polling because no way you kick Alabama out from losing to Florida and leave fucking Notre Dame and Clemson in there because Clemson's going to beat Notre Dame at the end of the year. I want to see that scenario with those four teams at one loss and who gets left out. That's what I really want to see. So Florida, I mean, if Florida just takes care of business, they have Arkansas, Vanderbilt, Kentucky, Tennessee, LSU. If they just take care of business, I can see them losing maybe to Kentucky, Tennessee, or LSU. Maybe one of those games. It'd be a big upset, but I can see them maybe losing one of those games. So they have a cakewalk. You're, you're forgetting a team, Mr. Deagle. Who? Texas A&M isn't going to lose another game, and their only loss will be at Alabama. So Texas yeah, A&M, but they, but they, won't, they won't be in the SEC championship. I Texas think it'll be – Bama and and it'll be out of Bama and Florida. There's so, no way they they'll maybe let Florida sneak in, but they're not letting A and M sneak in without playing that game. There's no way. Well, A and M still has to play Auburn too. So A and M yeah. has Auburn. That's a game I can see them losing. Um, 
granted their only loss this year is to Alabama, but they haven't played. A&M has LSU. A&M beat Florida too. Dude, they're not losing to LSU. I, I hate to tell you, LSU is going to finish with a losing record this year. They're not losing to LSU. Who did A&M lose to? Just Bama? Bama. Yeah. Bama. Just Bama and they Florida lost to A&M. Yeah. I don't know, bro. I, so think I don't know. I mean, the only strong. path, the only, yeah, the only path for either Cincinnati or BYU, obviously, they have to win the rest of their games. Um, you'd have to see some major upsets in the SEC to either Texas, Texas, well, to both of Texas A&M or Florida, and then, like you said, you'd have to see Alabama or Notre Dame lose their conference championship game. That's the only only path that I see. As much as I'd love to see one of them get in, I don't think it's likely, and it's definitely not likely that one of these Pac-12 teams is getting in. Hey, Chan, do you know what the F in Jimbo Fisher's name stands for? Fraud. Hey! Back, hey, make that a trivia question, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> so for those who don't know, we've compiled a fraud list. We haven't tweeted it out in two weeks, I don't think. We have our last fraud list. If Bo, thank God, is not in charge of the fraud list because Bo, Bo labels every team that loses that week a fraud, and then if they go on to win the next week, the team that they beat is going to be labeled a fraud. So we're almost at, I'd say, all 32 teams in the NFL without, uh, besides like maybe the Saints. Uh, I'd Chief. say we're almost – we've almost completed the NFL. They're almost all frauds. Yeah, the Chiefs. <laughs> the Jets are wins the Super Bowl, we already know they, they're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we already know they're terrible. Almost beat the Patriots, but the Patriots suck. Um, Patriots, yeah, frauds. every team we're, – we're getting there slowly and surely. Uh, Bo's going to label every team in the NFL a fraud and then eventually work his way into the college game. Um by the way, I mean, while we're talking about big matchups this week, we have uh, my Louisiana Raging Cajuns taking on South Owl, baby. Number 25. Yeah, that's, Louisiana a, huge, that's a huge matchup. Let's go with the <laughs> actual matchups. Huge. Really moving the needle. Right. Huge. Yeah. Yeah, moving the needle. It is uh, Saturday maybe they'll, maybe they'll tweet. on ESPN Plus. Tune in. Maybe they'll tweet some right information this game. <laughs> Stay tuned to find out. <laughs> Tune in, baby. ESPN Plus, 1 p.m. Saturday. Toughest, toughest conference to get wins in. I stand by that statement. How do we talk about the three, the three o'clock fucking uh, NFL games, the nap games? That'll be my one o'clock nap game of the afternoon. <laughs> You're gonna miss some live Sun Belt action, baby. I feel bad for you if you sleep on that game. Do y'all have y'all's Sunday afternoon nap game ready, Channon, Channon Lucas? We we're gonna print. We not we. So we're going to do the nap game on the recap, son. Yes, so yes. When we get to our Sunday show, we'll have a nap game. Because you don't, you don't want to call a nap game and then it end up being like the greatest game of the weekend. Well, I, yeah. think that, Bron- I think Broncos I think, and Raiders is 100% a fucking nap game. I think that'll game. be fun. I can tell y'all that right to now. predict the nap game and then for y'all to actually label a nap game, see how good y'all do thinking what game's going to be your nap game. We'll take that. We'll, we'll think about that. We'll, we'll sit on it. We'll, we'll say this. We'll say this. Broncos, Raiders, and Chargers, Dolphins are on our radar. That's as yeah, much as Chargers, we'll Dolphins are on our I'll, radar. I'll take it. I'll take it. Give, give a radar out. I like that. Yeah, they're on our radar. Early candidate for afternoon nap game. But like you said, we don't want to label a nap game and have Tua bust out for 500 yards, four touchdowns, and his breakout performance with a duel okay. against Justin Herbert, okay. which would be Let's the most exciting thing I've seen this weekend. It's the care. Two ain't never getting 500 yards, so just throw that out the fucking window. I'm just saying, we don't want to label games Better before they do that. So anyway, let's get on to the NFL. Let's get on to the NFL. Our first game tomorrow night, 
we have the Colts traveling to Nashville, Tennessee to take on the Tennessee Titans. Uh, my only hope in this game is to see hopefully Phillip Rivers t throws an interception that gets run back and he has to try to redeem himself uh, on tackling a <laughs> defender that intercepted his pass. For those who do not know uh, what I'm talking about, if you haven't seen the clip from last week, Phillip Rivers threw an interception against Baltimore. The guy ran it back. Phillip Rivers about five yards away from making a play, fell straight on his back, and the guy hurtled right over him. Uh, it was the worst attempt, even for a 38-year-old quarterback, uh, one of the worst attempts at a tackle I've ever seen. That was yeah, garbage. That team is fucking terrible. The next game. Just looking, yeah, just looking at our picks, I have, of course, Tennessee. I don't know if we all have Tennessee. I was very close to picking the yeah. Colts in this game, uh, but I do have Tennessee. I'd say they win pretty easily this game. I actually didn't look at the picks yet, so – well, the Colts' defense is scary. They will they will stop Derrick Henry, so it's whether or not Ryan Tannehill can fucking tear him up. Yeah, yeah. So I I don't know if they stop Derrick Henry, uh, but no, they have a very good defense. Stop him. They'll have he'll have a fifty yard game. I'm I'm guessing. All right. The, so the if, sun. They, if the Bears can hold him to six fantasy points, the Colts. It, it's the Colts also got Thursday him. night, though. Come on, dude. You know. Crazy shit happens on Thursday night. Crazy sure. shit always sure. happens on Thursday nights. Boys. I'm hoping for my sake, Derrick Henry drops a 50 ball, but pretty sure they're going to stop him. Anyway, our next game, getting to the noon games, going to Sunday. We're moving on to Sunday. We have the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans taking on the Cleveland Browns this week. The Cleveland Browns this week. Um, I've got, I've got the Houston Texans in this game. I think the Houston Texans pull off the upset on the road. Uh, Houston Texans get a dub here. I'm still hyped for the Browns, dude. Y'all's radar should be going berserk right now. Oh, dude, mine was. I've had <laughs> red all over the place. <laughs> all over the place on this game, but if we're labeling afternoon, so we all tune in when the NFL when NFL Sunday starts, everybody's tuned in, right? There's no nap games right from the jump. It's got to be an afternoon game. After you had your excitement for the first six, seven games that are played, you find a game where you can – Watch if you want to, but if you fall asleep, you're not missing anything. That's the point of the uh, the nap game. Well, then NFL needs to flex this game to like 325. This would be a great – yeah, this would be a great afternoon nap game. I'm not oh, saying yeah, would, great, great nap game for sure, <laughs> yeah. but I guarantee no one would be tuning in at 325. No chance. <laughs> no chance. I don't think anyone's tuning in at noon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, think, I think the Browns I think the Browns got this shit. I think their defense is, is good and I think Baker will do enough to win. I don't see the Texans like as world beaters, honestly. They're going Baker Mayfield, I just get no read on. He he is the Baker Mayfield we all know who throws for 175 yards, no touchdowns and an interception, but his Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, granted Nick Chubb is out right now, but his running game carries him through. Yeah, Nick Chubb's back. Yeah. Oh, so Nick Chubb's back Sunday. I didn't know that. Yeah, that, that's why I think the Browns will, will dog walk the Texans. I don't, well, I don't think your defense is going to be able to stop that running game, even well, if look, Baker, you know, throws two interceptions. Luke's going to change his pick on the no, pick no, no. Skin pick well, say, well, look, I'm a confident man. I make picks with confidence. And so I'm sticking with my pick. The same way I stuck with my Jets pick over the Cardinals in week two or three, whenever that was, and I said they'd win by 20. That didn't happen at all. But <laughs> I stand by. I stand by my pick. Texans are going to win this one. I've just. I love Baker Mayfield. I'm just not a believer. I can. I can see him more easily having a four interception game than a four touchdown game. True. Yeah. He might yeah. never have a four touchdown game. I don't know, dude. I watched him beat the Bengals by himself. He threw for four touchdowns that game and freaking popped off. 
Can we talk about that for a second? What you just said, I hate. I hate people that say Bengals over Bengals. Just as a side note, it's an E in there. It is the Bengals. It is the Cincinnati Bengals. It is not an I. It's, it's Bengals, not B-I-N-G-L-E-S. It is not it's the Bengals. Bengal tiger. Bengal. No, it is a Bengal tiger. Bengal. It is, is 100% uh, Bengal. Moving on. Moving on. I'm going to start calling you Stephen I. Don't, don't make me get fucking Siri in this bitch to pronounce that for y'all. Siri's an idiot. True. I fucking ask that bitch anything, and she's like, "Oh, speaking no. speaking of Stephen A. Speaking Bing of Stephen goal. A. The goal. next the pff, shut up. Next game. The next game is Stephen A. Logan Daigle's Washington Football Team, <laughs> who is going to win the division, uh, taking on the Detroit Lions in Detroit. Uh, Washington. Alex Smith is going to be starting this game. Uh, turns out he is still Alex Smith." Uh, and cannot win. What did they used to call this guy? A game manager quarterback? A game manager hey. quarterback that come in here, he would just do what he has to do. He doesn't even do that anymore. He doesn't do that anymore. His, I think his leg is still affecting him. Kyle Allen just went out with a similar injury. Uh, and then I haven't heard a peep about Dwayne Haskins since they benched him. So they've completely given up on Dwayne Haskins, their first-round pick from a year ago. Um, I see the Lions dog-walking Washington in this one. And that's why you're wrong. I'm with Stephen A., the Washington football team. This is Alex Smith's second week back. Let's go. Get that man two winnings. As long as cuck fuck JD McKissick doesn't yeah, cost two exactly. interceptions, our Washington football team is finna eat, baby. Let's get it. But I, I, just want to, I don't understand. He does, baby. I don't, I don't get the Alex Smith hype, dude. <laughs> I don't Alex get it either. He was a pro oh, bowler what, for years? like fucking six years. He has played two years. A pro bowler. A pro bowler of what? In 2012? It is half twelve. Okay, half let's go knee. look at Alex Smith's career. A half a knee. D- Logan, half you missed the last two years. Did you missed the last like two years that he's been out with a fucking gruesome leg injury. <laughs> the last that two years that almost made him was, retire. How about when he was on the Chiefs and dropping dimes every fucking year? Logan, that was like ten years ago. This, this is not the same. <laughs> that was in twenty seventeen, three this years ago. He threw Logan. for forty four hundred yards in twenty seventeen on the Chiefs. The dude That's did not fine. just. That's Do you think are you shit and not know how to him. throw a football? Logan, that was three years ago, and he now plays for the Washington football team, Logan. This is not the Kansas City Chiefs. This is the Washington football team that Dude, he the plays Chiefs for. didn't have any of the weapons they have currently on that team. How how, how? my head I don't right now. Logan. Logan. <laughs> what? How can you compare Alex Smith today with Alex Smith of three years ago? Those you haven't seen Alex Smith in a whole year until last week. You can't That's talk. what I said. Give this man two weeks. I've been telling y'all this since he fucking two, two came years. out. No, dude. <laughs> two years. The dude finally is – okay, this week is his first week of getting first-team reps in practice with all of these receivers. It's legit his first time receiving reps with them. Let him get a little bit of chemistry with these wide receivers, and the dude is not a dipshit. He's a Pro Bowl quarterback. It's not like we're Former throwing Baker Mayfield out here who's never made the fucking Pro Bowl. It's not like we're throwing him after an ACL surgery. We're throwing Alex Smith, a dude who was elite in the league. The guy was <laughs> actually almost had to good. retire. He the dude was really good at football. It's not like he was bad. Yeah, dude, I agree. You keep saying that <laughs> he was, was very good. good. Was you know? All, all past tense words. You're correct. He was. Dude, to, today, tomorrow, uh, 
four months from now, he's never going to be like his old self. Yo, Look, I'll tell you this. Okay. If Give Alex me- Smith drops 300 yards this weekend and two TDs, y'all have to eat y'all's fucking words on this podcast. You know what, two TDs? 300 yards and two TDs. No, three. Deal? I'm not eating words it's, on two TDs. He's playing the Lions. I was, the goddamn I was about Lions. to say, give me the over on Alex Smith on 250 yards and two tutties. There that's you go. What I'm, that, I'm like, that's, that's my 300 going, yards like, and two TDs, and you're eating your fucking words, Luke Walker. I would not eat my words, especially if they start. You wouldn't have had a touchdown pass right. last week if it wasn't for Scary Terry bouncing off three people and taking the it to d- the house. He would have three interceptions if it wasn't for J.D. McKissick. He would have had three game-winning drives if it wasn't for that shit <laughs> running back. Through three interceptions against the Giants last Did week. Did you watch the game? The running no. back fell down twice. I did not watch the game. <laughs> I'm looking at the third one. He fucking did like this with the ball and tipped it up to the wires. <laughs> the fucking quarterback. Here is what I see the, from this the game. Out of the three, out of the three quarterbacks that played, he had the worst QBR of those three. He had the worst rating of those three, and he threw three more interceptions than those three. Kyle Allen, Daniel Jones, Alex Smith. Those are the three quarterbacks that played that week, and he was yeah, the he, worst of the three. Daniel Jones he was the worst of the three in one game. That game and fucking. I mean, not Daniel Jones. Kyle Allen played 10 snaps in that game, and Daniel Jones is a fucking— And was a better quarterback. Dipshit. <laughs> he played 10 snaps with a better quarterback. lost him three picks. I watched mm. the game. I'm not trolling, yeah. y'all. J- J.D. McKissick fucked that game up by himself, 100%. I'm in. Get me I'm all in. in. Lions, Alex Smith, 300 right, yards, two TDs. Mark it as a fucking prophecy. For those watching, for those watching, this is the reason we have Stephen A. instead of his real name <laughs> under his camera right now. This is it. Stephen A. has joined us on the podcast today. He is here on Wednesday night, wish, and we're glad to I have wish him. I had so a poster. Happen, I wish I had a but, poster. Uh, 300 yards, two TDs. I would fucking lift it right here for you. You know what? After this weekend, I think I'm buying me an Alex Smith, Smith Washington football team. Let's here. go. And I got me a Scary Terry one, so whenever we're watching – we got Bo as Alex Smith, and I'm Scary Terry. Let's go. There we uh, go. That's all we need. The Washington football team is next, winning next that goddamn right. division 100%. Not even now. The so next game, I mean, we Cowboys spent from, – from week to week, every time we do these podcasts, we spend way too much time talking about the Washington football team. It is, we give them more coverage than the local Washington sports channel in Washington – uh, it, it it makes my head hurt. It makes my head hurt. <laughs> Next game, I don't think we'll spend half as much time talking about. That is the Green Bay Packers uh, taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars at oh, home. We skip this um, one. Yeah, the Green Bay Packers are going to win. So the next yeah. game, we'll move on to more <laughs> NFC East, and we're going to get into the, the playoff picture we were talking about earlier. Uh, we have an NFC East matchup, which we talked about this before. NFC East matchups this year, as shitty as that division is, must-watch TV. Oh, absolutely. Wait, time I out. love NFC East football. Time love out. One, NFC East one football. second, Luke, before we move on from the Packers, I have one single question for each of y'all to answer. Who currently is the best wide receiver in the NFL? Mike Thomas. Can't guard Mike. <laughs> Bo? So, uh, for those wondering, he wants us to say Devontae Adams, but we're not going to yeah. do it. We're no. not going to yeah, do it. I'm just, I'm just curious. What game were we just talking about before we were yeah. interrupted? Yeah. So we Come moved on, on to another yeah. NFC East. Yeah. NFC East matchup. We have the New York Giants taking on the Philadelphia Eagles at home. 
Um, as bad as the New York Giants are, they are sitting at two and seven. The Eagles are leading the division at three, four, and one. Um, every team in this division, I'd say besides the Cowboys, even though they're also two and seven, um, every team in this division has a shot still to win the division, and they may only need five wins to do it. <laughs> so I wanted to first talk about the game. First talk about the game. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for Jalen Hurd. I'm still waiting for Jalen Hurd. I haven't Hurt, watched Hurts Hurts since Hurts Hurts. Sorry, no, not the wide receiver. I'm not waiting on the wide receiver for the uh, the 49ers. I'm waiting on Hurts, the quarterback for the Eagles. Jalen Hurts. I haven't watched any Eagles games since maybe week three or four when Carson Wentz was playing really shitty. Apparently, he stepped it up since then. But I still think it's Jalen Hurts' time. If he struggles at all against the Giants this week. It may be Jalen Hurts' time. And you know he's gotten in here and there to throw a pass or two and it's some special packages on offense, but I think we might see Jalen Hurts this week. I don't think so, Chief. No. They're I'm staying with Carson Wentz. They, they, when do you they think – do you not think – do the GM anybody the here – The GM and the coach get on both knees for Carson Wentz. I'm going to tell you why, because they should have fucking kept Nick Foles after he won a Super Bowl for him. Second off, the Eagles are dog shit. The Giants are about to wax that ass. Continue. Uh, you had me on the board Giants are with the last team. NFC East, and now I couldn't be further from on board. The Eagles are going to fucking crush the Giants. They don't have anybody. I, I don't know anybody on their team besides Daniel Jones. I mean, they are just – I just have to ask this. this. I just have to ask this. When you say the Eagles are dog shit – who in that division is not dog shit? I mean, that's the division leader. No, they're all dog in the shit. NFC. Don't, get, don't get me wrong. They are all dog yeah. shit. But well, they're playing the each Washington other. So you say the Eagles are dog shit. Or the, what, oh, God, speaking it of. It's a little less shit. dog anyway, shit. Can we – all right. We're 38 minutes into this for the rest of the podcast. Let's not talk about Washington. Except for right now. We're going to talk about the playoff picture. <laughs> NFC East playoff picture. So we talked about this playoff before we picture. went on the air. Before we went on the air, so here's what we – if we're ruling out – if we are ruling out the Cowboys and if we're ruling out the Giants, if we think those are the two least likely teams to make it, even though it's, it's still up for grabs for anybody, I'd say the Cowboys for sure are out, maybe the Giants. But if, we, if we're boiling this down to Washington and the Eagles, who we think have the best chance to win that division, the Eagles. The Eagles, obviously they have the Giants this week. Then they play the Browns, Seahawks. Packers, Saints, Cardinals, Dallas, and then Washington. If they L, just lose L, 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 and L. If they just lose the games that they're supposed to, if they just lose the games that they're supposed to, maybe the Browns, but let's say Seahawks, Packers, Saints, Arizona, and then they beat Dallas, Washington, and the Giants. We'll throw no, the Browns. They're not beating Washington, so throw that on the L call. We're going to say they'll probably beat Washington. Right now, they'd be favored in that game. I'm just talking about if they lose the games that they are not going to be favored in. They it's lost me one, but all right, Seahawks, I agree. Packers, Saints, Arizona. Maybe throw the Browns. I don't think they'll be favored against the Browns. So let's throw the Browns in there. That's five losses. That puts them at three, nine, and one, and then they they win the other three games. Six, nine, and one. That puts That's the Eagles great. at six, nine, and one if they lose every game that they're supposed to lose. I'm not saying that'll happen. Then you have Washington, who's right now two and six. Washington has Detroit, Cincinnati, Dallas, Pittsburgh, San Francisco, Seattle, Carolina, and then Philadelphia. By the way, interesting note is that they play each other the last They're game. They're going of the four year. and four. They're going four and four in those games. If Washington loses every game that I think they won't be favored in, I don't think they're favored this week against Detroit. So if they lose Hell to no. Detroit, lose to Detroit, lose to Pittsburgh, lose to San Francisco, 
Seattle, Carolina. Five losses right there. That puts them at 11. If they win one of those games, they're at 10 losses. And we said the Eagles would have nine losses. Yeah, that tie is going to help the Eagles out a lot. The tie is going to help them out a lot, but if, if for some reason they win one yeah, of the but games Luke's- they're not supposed to and they win all the other games that they're supposed to, that last game of the year, yeah. Washington versus Philly, that could be a two five-win teams playing for the division it. crown. Yeah, that decides it. But two five-win teams playing for the division title. Dude, I think realistically – Which would be must-watch TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gonna be I think if you're basing – if you're basing this division on pure talent, though, I think we're ruling out the Cowboys a little too quick. I do hate those motherfuckers. Ben DiNucci is their quarterback. Fuck no, he's off. not. No, he's not. It's Gary it's Gilbert. 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 Oh, yeah. And they okay. almost beat the fucking Steelers this week if they wouldn't have choked the chicken. Yeah. But much better. I think on pure talent wise, <laughs> yeah. On pure talent wise, I think no, just they should next win the game. Division. Next game, let's fuck fuck the NFC. Yeah, we talk way too much about the NFC East. Why? Why do we do NFC East? They're the the most appealing. I can't get enough (laughs) NFC East. I cannot get enough (laughs) NFC East. It is. It is absolutely the most appealing division, and is much watched TV when they are on. (laughs) Next game, we have the the Tampa Bay. Did you see the fumble between what was it, the Giants and the Redskins? (laughs) That like went. 15 yards. I didn't see it. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, I did oh, see dude. that. On the sideline, we had about yeah. five guys jump on it. Yeah. couldn't grab it. I did see that. Yeah. that oh, next game, we have the, we have the sorry-ass Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming. Their ass is still fresh with a whipping from the Saints taking on NFC South rival the Carolina Panthers. In Carolina, Tampa Bay favored by five and a half points this game. I do actually think Tampa Bay pulls this out. I do think um, Tom Brady, by the way, Tom Brady, first time oh, he's ever shit. been swept. First time he's ever been swept by a division opponent, Saints, this year. Let's and go, baby. Who that? Dude's Losing a fraud. Career. Breaking, a fraud. News. Breaking news. Drew Brees is now the all-time leader in passing touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> All-time leader, headline. Drew Brees will forever be Tom Brady's daddy. Tom Brady is a fraud that got lived under the best NFL coach to ever fucking play. Dude is a fraud. Next. Clearly showing that this year. For those wondering, Bo read that out because uh, on one of my hashtag fake news that I pointed out, I got a headline that Tom Brady becomes all-time leading touchdown, career touchdown leader um, of all time in the NFL, and it is a – very misleading headline because him and Drew Brees for the last three or four years have been in a battle for number one ever since they both passed Tom Bra- uh, Peyton Manning. Um, they are now neck and neck. I think Drew Brees obviously took him over by three from the last game, but uh, they'll be neck and neck until they retire. I think Drew Brees is going to come out just because he's Drew Brees ahead of that one. Um, but anyway, yeah, I think the Buccaneers still get the dub here against Carolina. Couldn't agree more. Fuck you, Teddy Two Gloves. Yeah, with uh, C-Mac being out. All right. Panthers don't stand a chance. Speaking, speaking of the Saints, we're now moving to the afternoon games. The afternoon games, Saints in the Dome in New Orleans taking on the San Francisco 49ers. Who knows who the 49ers are going to have this week? Uh, for those who missed it last week, they were without Jimmy G, George Kittle, Kendrick Bourne. Um, they're still without Richard Sherman. Nick Bose is out for the year. They are down Tevin Coleman. Uh, they're missing a lot of players. I don't know who's going to be playing for him this week. Definitely George Kittle is still out. I was informed he is out for eight weeks. 
uh, before we started the show. So George Kittle's still out. Jimmy G, does he really make a difference? I don't know. Um, Give me the Saints but negative. I think the Saints didn't. Yeah. Easy, the, easy dub for the Saints here. The 49ers would lose to the Jets. Dude, no. The, the Niners defense Martin is actually pretty good. That's the only thing that's the keeping Jets that. The Jets defense is not bad. The Jets' whole organization is bad. No, the Jets' D Very is bad. not bad. Dude, the fucking Jets' offense bad. is pathetic. The 49ers' offense is even worse. <laughs> no. Jets Chandler, Chandler should be on the 49ers' hate for how much money he's lost on oh, them this I, fucking I, year. I hate the 49ers. They are terrible. Trust me, I fucking hate them. But they will I'm lose to the Saints by fifty fucking points. <laughs> you said New York Jets. I think they are better than the New York Jets, but I think they are slightly above the New York Jets in the power rankings. <laughs> I think they are uh, well above. I think everyone in the league is well above. Maybe besides the NFC East team, but everyone else is um, right. head and shoulders the above Patriots, the New York Jets. The three-point favorite. I, I tell Let's you what. Show. I, think, I think it's the Jets. Then the Washington football team, and then the Niners. Oh goodness! <laughs> Wait, you're putting the Cowboys above the Niners? You couldn't be. Oh, the Cowboys above? The- no, right now, right now? No, absolutely not. Dude, the Niners are dog shit. I don't know what y'all are arguing about. They're the worst team in the NFL. Hands no, down. Oh, no. take. Stephen A. Stephen A. is on the show today, boys. I'm, just, I'm, I'm, be, I'm being fucking real with y'all. They are horrible. They are they not are that bad. They're a lot of people out. Super yeah, going from not the Super worst Bowl team. fucking contenders yeah. without their quarterback and tight end and the rest of their offense, they are fucking horrible. If Martin you want to call them broad, okay, but to call them worse than the Jets, that yeah, no, they're no, worse no, than the, they would no, lose no, to no, the no, Jets. No, no, no. Hey, we're about no. to find out. We're about to find out. It's fine. It's fine. We're about to find out. What, By the two way, weeks, three weeks from now? They play so the Jets. If you're listening to this, yeah. I mean, if you're listening on the oh, podcast version, you're not going to see this, but let's flash our teams real quick. So, for those who don't know, look on our YouTube first. We drafted, we drafted every NFL team in the league. You can go see the video. This is the thumbnail from YouTube. You can go see our video. We drafted every single team in the league. This is where we stand right now. This is where we stand right now. Bo is leading. You can see his teams there. So I'm just pointing this out in case you hear some people on the show speaking more favorably about teams than others. Um, oh, I see why Luke likes San Fran. Dog shit ass teams on his. his no. <laughs> I got San Fran. My worst pick here. I thought the Las Vegas Raiders were for real. I reluctantly took the Cleveland Browns. What's missing from my list is the Dallas Cowboys. I was too ashamed to even put them on there, but the winning percentage is correct. Uh, so me and Chandler bringing up the bottom. I'm very close to Logan. Very close to Logan, but Bo far and away best group so far. Uh, and that's why you also hear Logan uh, Bo tell you that the Atlanta Falcons are the best Owen whatever team they were ever. And that's why he's so hot on the Eagles. He thinks the Eagles are the right Falcons there, are good. The Falcons are like um, oh, at oh least my god, 15. do not start. They're they fucking top 15. two and a half Jets. They're, they are not good. <laughs> Lock it in. They are not losing this week. They are not good by any means. They are good, dude. They got so many weapons. Oh my by the way, the Falcons are on a uh, the Falcons are on a buy this week, so that's a yeah. that's a fair bet to say they're Mark not gonna up. Lose they're not losing. This week. <laughs> let's get to a let's get to another afternoon game. So we all think that this is on our radar for one of the afternoon nap games. That is the Denver Broncos traveling to Las Vegas to take on the Las Vegas Raiders. Las Vegas favored by five in that game. 
This will be the most boring game of today. <laughs> Mark my words. Dude. Two running offenses, both of which suck. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy, but I love this, me some Drew. I love me some Drew Locke, and I love the Raiders. So I'm oh gonna watch my this. God, game. This I'm gonna painful. watch this game. But at the same time, it is on my radar for nap game. This game could turn very boring very quickly, and I might do it out. This will be a Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay forty carry game, and a Josh Jacobs thirty five carry game. And nobody Boring of football. Do you want to watch? <laughs> Love Drew Locke, and I love... He will throw the ball 10 times in this game. Drew Locke had 33 fantasy points last week, so don't sleep. Did they By win? The way. No. They, yeah, they took a L. To who? I don't Dude, remember. The, my Atlanta Falcons, oh, baby. The Falcons, yeah. yeah. Dude, they robbed us. They <laughs> robbed us of another great comeback. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why I'm putting them on the fraud list. This will be a nap game. By the way, they did rob us of another fucking Atlanta meltdown. Oh my god, dude! I, my, I we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But let's talk. Let's talk about the Falcons right now, man. Because I said this on one of our shows before. My brain is so programmed to think <laughs> anytime I see a team even close in the fourth quarter, if it's a two possession game in the fourth quarter, I automatically think that the Falcons are going to lose the game. It happened a couple weeks ago against the Lions, where the uh, field goal, the Young Ho Koo. The Falcons kicker missed an extra point to keep that the game. That was against the Panthers. Against- they actually lost to the Lions. That was this was against Gurley. the Lions. This was against no, the, the Lions. Lions. Is when uh, Todd Gurley fell in the end. Yeah, it was against the Panthers. Young Hoku missed a field, missed an extra point. Yeah, to keep them in one possession. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Th- th- not beside the point that I think they're yeah. going to lose every game that they're in. <laughs> the Falcons in this game this past week they played the Denver Broncos. They were up. Let's. See, they were up twenty-seven were up to six. Twenty-something points. Twenty-seven yeah. to six after the third quarter. They were up thirty-four to thirteen with nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. They allowed two touchdowns with under four minutes left. Two different. Two touchdowns with under four minutes left. They punted to Denver with about a minute left, I think. And when Denver, I was watching the game. When Denver had the ball with 40 seconds left on their own 20, I thought they were going to win that game. I thought they were going to drive down the field in 40 seconds with no timeouts and win the game. That's how bad. I've watched all the Falcons meltdowns so far this year, all three of them. Cowboys, Bears, and whatever the the other one was. Lions. 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 I've watched all – yeah, when Matt Stafford went down the field in a minute. Yeah. From his own fucking 20 or 15-yard line, went down the field in a minute. So I've watched all three of those, and I automatically think every game that I'm watching the Falcons in the fourth quarter – I think they're going to win. Noah texted me. I, I looked at this game. It was 34 to 13. Noah all of a sudden texted me. It's Luke, tune in. I, knew what he was I thought the game was over. I knew what he was talking about. I instantly turned on the, Falcon, the end of the Falcons game and saw that the Broncos are making a comeback. It is amazing to watch. It's must-see TV. It's oh, must-see. every time, yeah. Must the see. Falcons are the only team that is more interesting than the NFC East. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, I, I Ironically, I was about to ask, what's more entertaining than any NFC East or watching the Falcons lose? Oh, the Falcons, watching 100%. The Falcons in the fourth quarter is definitely much more... Uh, that, is much- the, that is the funniest shit I have ever watched, is watching them lose every game I in the fourth not just quarter. general NFL fans. I think even Falcons fans, when they get in the fourth quarter, no matter what lead they have, if there are any Falcons fans left, they think they're going to lose the game. They think they're going to lose the game. I agree. 
just how how your defense do they do they put their second string in and does their offense go well we're up big enough we don't need to score like where's the dynamic how does it keep happening over and over and over and over like what they decide not to score because in in um in situations where they don't want to score they actually score (laughs) end zone so that's not it i'm perplexed i don't know what's going on by the way feel very bad for todd Gurley for signing with that team Uh i don't think anybody expected this meltdown yeah dude when he signed i was like damn that the saints division is going to be tough this year little did i know it would not be tough. Not at all. Not at all. So next game, this is another game on the radar uh, for our afternoon nap game. It's going to be one of these two. It is the Los Angeles Chargers traveling to Miami to take on Tua and the Miami Dolphins. Miami favored by two and a half points. They're five and three. They're very much within reach of the division under the Bills, although the Bills look very good. This past week, uh, Miami taking on Justin Herbert, the most exciting offense in the NFL, these Los Angeles Chargers. And Logan's favorite words, give them two weeks. Two is going to tear it up this week. And then Justin Herbert, it's going to be a shootout. Him and Justin Herbert are going to go tit for tat, and I think it's going to be an amazing game. I don't think this should be even on the radar for a nap game because I really do think it's going to be fun to watch. It could Bo's be very making, good or it could go Bo's very – making some fucking statements right here. It can get very boring really quick, just like the Raiders and the and the Broncos. I think the Broncos Raiders is more likely to be our nap game, uh, but this Correct. one could get very boring very quick if they're not putting up points. The Broncos yeah. Broncos Raiders will rush the ball too much, but I think Herbert and Tua will be fun to watch. I agree with Bo. See, I think I think it has the potential to be the greatest game of the weekend, but also like Luke said, it could be the the nap game of the week just because Miami's defense is nothing to fuck with. That they're great defense. Chargers are hit and miss, but I mean, I, it can just go either way. It really can. I'll Next be watching. I'm willing Next. to bet the Chargers lose by one possession. That's their mo. They're almost that worse than the Falcons. Yep. They are worse than the Falcons. I read that out a few weeks ago that they've given up. I think it was five double-digit leads in seven games at that point. They had led double-digit. Double, excuse me, multi-possession. Leads. They had given up five in five out of their first seven games. One of them they won. The other four that they actually lost the game. They are worse than the Falcons, uh, but the Falcons are just so much for so much more fun to watch because you don't expect anything from the Chargers. Uh, the Falcons still think they're Super Bowl contenders, and they've done it in the they've done it in the Super Bowl, giving up. Everybody knows twenty eight to three, lost the game. Uh, that's why I think it's more entertaining to watch the Falcons just do it throughout the season, not just in the Super Bowl. You know what the Falcons curse is, dude. If you ever watch their games and they show that Arthur Blank dude coming <laughs> on over. to the sideline, it's over. It's he over. is the fucking black cat, dude. I'm it's, telling it's you, he's the black cat. As soon as he comes down from his suite, it is it is fucking L written on the scoreboard. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, the next Falcons game y'all watch, watch when that fucker comes down from his suite to the sideline, and you will immediately start see them losing. I'm telling you, dude. Yep. He is the biggest black cat of the NFL. On to the next game. This could sneakily be the best game of the weekend. It is the Buffalo Bills traveling to Arizona to take on the Arizona Cardinals. Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, give me more of that. Give me more Kyler Murray, Josh Allen whenever I can. I love this game, and I, this is this is the one I have circled that I'm definitely going to be watching throughout the entire thing. I think this is very sneakily a good game. It depends on what Josh Allen you get. That's correct. Yeah, for the first four or five weeks, Josh Allen was uh, MVP con- in the MVP conversation. 
Um, he kind of slipped out of that for a few weeks, but last week he returned to form. They looked very good last week, and I think we get a good game here. I got Cardinals by 14. I think I took the Bills in this one. The Cardinals Bills, by 14. The Bills That's are going to win by two possessions, like a 10-point game. Fair. I don't see the line here. I don't know what the line is. For the I, I have picked the Cardinals four times on this show and have yet to be wrong, so I'm going with them again. Cardinals 14. The first time for everything. I'm my Cardinals today, so I'm going with the Cardinals, but I think it's going to be closer than 14 points. Seahawks-Rams. Now, this surprised me. It's basically a pick but the Rams are actually favored by a point and a half. Seahawks traveling to Los Angeles to take on the – Los Angeles Rams. Rams favored in this game by, granted, just a point and a half, but they are favored in the game. That's what the, what's the Rams' record? Five and Rams three, five are and five and three. They are three and zero oh at home. Uh, the Seahawks this is for are first six place in the division. Yep, for uh, first place in the division. I think Russell Wilson has a rebound game. I don't see him throwing three picks again. So, or two picks, whatever he threw last week. The Rams are under the radar like a solid team from top to bottom. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're, they're good. The game isn't bad. Jared Goff. Uh, their defense receiver core is nice. Got my boy Kenny yeah. Young. Defense. Uh, their defense is solid. Their defense is solid, yeah. Jalen so, Ramsey, Aaron Donald. It's just yeah. golf. I mean, every every Rams game comes down to is, is golf going to be good or is it is it going to be bad? Exactly. He's bad, you lose. He's good, you win. That, that's it. Exactly. Bengals traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the undefeated 8-0 Pittsburgh Steelers. Does anybody have the Bengals in this game? No. Logan, don't say it, Logan. Don't say I it. Think I, honestly, look, I'm going to speak real quick. I think the Bengals might upset the Steelers this weekend, and I'll give you a reason why. Because the Bengals are coming off a bye week. They're going to be ready to go. They're going to have their game plan installed. The Steelers last week looked very suspect. So I know Joe Burrow is looking at his chops right now, and I think it's going to be a really good game. I, Logan, I think, please. I, I'm going with Joe Burrow this week, dude. Joe Mixon's back. I, I think they're going to freaking give it to him this week. I, I just have the, I have the gut feeling after watching – the Steelers play the Cowboys this weekend. I mean, they were pathetic, actually horrible. And I think Joe Burrow's team is hot. Honestly, dude, I don't think they're that fucking bad. They I think have you're one, sleeping on them. They're coming off uh, in the last four weeks. They were one and three. Uh, dude, they dropped like forty something points in the last few weeks. They lost to Baker Mayfield on a last second touchdown. It was bullshit. I mean, the Steelers' defense is way better than any of those teams they played. Uh, Big Ben might have three hurt knees or whatever it is, but I I I don't see the Bengals upsetting the Steelers. I really I will don't. say the this Steelers, about the Bengals. No Burrow then played the Colts two weeks ago and lost thirty one twenty seven because I'll say this. I'll say this about the Bengals. The Bengals in their losses, they have four out of their five losses were one possession games. They tied the Eagles. They beat their only wins are against though the Jaguars and the Titans. Titans is a very good win. I think they just caught them on an off week. I don't think the Bengals are better than the Titans. I don't see them beating an undefeated Steelers team, but they do have a very easy – they have an easy schedule, but they do have to play the Pittsburgh Steelers twice from here on out. I mean the Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers. Bengals. I'm going Steelers, but I think Steelers might be on upset watch for sure. Uh, I think it'll be a it, – uh, 
I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be Steelers by like 14 or 10 or Steelers by like three or seven. But I think Steelers either way. The Sunday night game. The Sunday night game. Baltimore Ravens travel to take on the New England Patriots. Baltimore is favored by seven points in this game. Uh, I think, yeah, I think this is going to be a blowout. The Patriots, I love it, love it, love it that the Patriots suck. Patriots are dog shit. The Bills are going to win that division. Finally, somebody else is going to come out the NFC. uh, Excuse me. We talk way too much about the NFC East, the AFC East. uh, (laughs) I think the Bills come out of that that division. Patriots aren't even in front of the Dolphins, which just looks funny when you look at those standings. Uh, I love every second of it. I hope the Patriots finish last. I I hope somehow – the Jets rise from the ashes. Actually, and actually, no, I don't want the Patriots to get Trevor Lawrence. So I hope they finish third. Oh, well, it's, it's going to be hard. <laughs> hard to beat. The NFC East team first. is still going to get – I mean, if the Jets do this, the NFC East is going to get Trevor Lawrence some kind of way. That's a, dude, the Jets are not going to win more than one or two games this year. They haven't fired Adam Gase because they don't want to. If the Washington football game. team, if the Washington football team doesn't win the division, I hope we go into tank mode and draft Trevor Lawrence. What do you mean you're going to be in the division race all the way into the last week? I know, which there sucks. Three more wins than the Jets will get all year. Yeah, but the Jets aren't going for fucking. They're they're high on Sam Darnold. Dude. I hate no. I hate that you use the term we. To describe <laughs> That's my squad, dude. Got to go with them. The Saints the and the football team, dude. Mm. That's my like, wees. Yeah, we is Saints and the Falcons for me, which I don't know how oh, that one can turn out. But how, how can you be a Falcons fan? Who that no we only got one team, and it's the New Orleans Saints, baby. I don't yeah. have the Washington football team. Jeez, Chandler's agreeing as he's wearing an Arizona There's not even Washington football team fan in always, Washington. I'll always take the Saints over the Cardinals, so. There's not even over anybody, but Logan. There's one more fan of the Washington football team in New Orleans right now than there is in Washington. (laughs) They have none. They have no fans besides Logan. No, no PFT. The other night when they make the playoffs, they'll have some fans. (laughs) Oh my god! Stephen A. (laughs) We're we're gonna rename the show to First Take, bro. We're gonna rename the show just for Logan. Go so with it. just over the course of this show, we have Alex Smith. The Washington football team is going to win a division. Alex Smith's going to throw for 302 TDs, win the Heisman, win the MVP this year in the <laughs> NFL. Logan, I, I don't know what you see. What Washington the Bengals. football? Bengals. Bengals are going to beat the undefeated Steelers team. Uh, I don't know what Washington football team you've been watching, but it's not the same <laughs> one that everybody else is watching. Dude, they're not bad. They're just Dude, Alex Smith. They are very bad. Dude, he's going to pop off this week. Let's go. He's 300 yards, two TDs. Uh, I'll give him 250. I don't know about 300, but the 200. I like. Gary, uh, Gary, Gary with a 180 bomb, 12 receptions and a 180 bomb this week. The night game. The night game, Monday night game. Vikings travel to Chicago to take on the Bears. Minnesota. Three and five, taking on the five and four Chicago Bears. Minnesota favored by two and a half points, thanks in large part to Dalvin Cook being anywhere on the field. The Vikings are going to get fucking smashed. The Bears defense is going to cook on Dalvin Cook. I saw a stat somewhere that if it's not a 1 p.m. Sunday game that he's like fucking abysmal. Every every night game, Sunday night, Monday night, I've seen Kirk Cousins play. He's been god-awful. I like the Bears big in this one. It's a bold take. Actually, 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 
I don't know about Bears big because they can't score, but yeah. Bears look dominant and win by like four. The only reason I'm taking the Vikings is because I think they have a better chance of scoring than the Bears do. The Bears' offense is terrible. Terrible, man. I they mean, are they are horrible. They awful. are the 32nd ranked team in rushing this year. I I'm looked at a Jets. stat, and they average like under 30 yards a game in rushing. Yeah, man. You look at their stat that line every week. Horrible. It's David Montgomery. He has like 10 carries for 25, like 30 20 yards. yards. Yeah, yeah, every single week. Their their offense. I don't know how I've I've, I've lucked into watching their probably four or five parts good. of four I'll or five. That. I, I've watched parts of four or five Bears games probably this year, and their offense is one of the worst things I've ever seen on a football field. Yeah. It is god awful. It is worse than whatever Pee Wee football team is playing down the road. Uh, it, it is very bad for it to be, and that's another coach that was brought in as a quote unquote offensive mastermind, offensive genius, uh, and he has been nowhere near that since he got there. Got to turn it into a super drive. I'm taking I'm taking the Vikings. Yeah, same. I just, same. Uh, Dalvin Cook's just too good. I don't yeah. care how good of a defense you have. It, it, some are going to break out for him. Yeah. Kirk Cousins is going to throw two picks. One of them pick six. To Eddie Speaking Jones. of picks. Speaking Jackson. of picks. That is the last game. Speaking of picks, let's get into our picks. Bo, we're going to start with you. Who are your three locks and three dogs for this week? All right, so uh, I'm sure all of y'all are going to be on the same bandwagon, but my first lock is going to be the Green Bay Packers against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, do I need to say any more than that? Can we just rule uh, that as a lock for all four? Correct. correct. Yeah, so let's so everyone name two. Uh, another lock that I have that I like is the Saints over the 49ers. The 49ers are dog shit. And my last lock is my favorite fraudulent football team that can't win a big game but will dog walk every single opponent inferior, inferior to them would be the Baltimore Ravens. They're going to beat the Patriots by pick a number, and I'm rolling with it. And so three dogs. What let for our viewers out there, mainly so I know how to pick my teams. Give uh what's your dog definition, Luke? Give us two underdogs. Three dogs is too yeah, much. It'd be, it'd be yeah, let's do give us two underdogs. That'd be yeah. a team that is not favored in the game they're playing with. That is typically yeah. what underdog means, uh, for those who yeah. uh don't watch so, any sports at all. So so <laughs> my first underdog that I like the better Washington say football Let's team. go. <laughs> I'm liking that uh, for sure. And let's see what else we got. Jacksonville Jaguars. Flip on your pick. Flip on the lock. No, no, no that's that's already a lock. Um, I mean the Seahawks. They're apparently. Yeah, that's got to be a, that's got to be a lock for everyone. I'm lock that one in. I'm not taking that one. Chandler. Let's do, I guess we're going to do two dogs and two locks of the week. Two dogs and two locks. Let's do two dogs, two locks. Everybody has the Jaguars. Let's rule that one out as our big Packers over the Jaguars. Let's rule that one out. I don't think anybody has the Jaguars over the Packers. No, no, no. That's not going to be a lock. No, sir. That's a stretch for an underdog. (laughs) So my locks this week. Obviously, I'm stealing one of Bo's, the Saints, lock that in. That's easy money. And then also, like, the Buccaneers, due to the fact that 
Tom Brady's probably going to be pissed the fuck off, come back, and probably throw for 250, three touchdowns. Um, pa- uh, Panthers are missing Christian McCaffrey. So enough said on that. And then my underdogs of the week going with the Cincinnati Bengals. I said this earlier, they are on ups. I mean, the, the Steelers are on upset alert because I think the Bengals might pull it off, might pull this one off. Um, and then no, an easy one is the Chargers over the Dolphins. Um, you know, I, I still think Dolphins might, might win it, but Chargers will look like a solid underdog in that one. Logan, two dogs and two locks. Give me for my locks. I'm taking the Baltimore Ravens as oh, one of them. I thought something else was about to come out your mouth. I'm about to slap you. <laughs> I thought the same thing, Luke. <laughs> and for my second lock, because I can't declare them as a lock because they're not the favorite, I would take the football team. But <laughs> my second lock is going to be – I'm going to leave the Saints out of it because I do not want to jinx them, and you two motherfuckers picking them is kind of pissing me off. So the Baltimore Ravens is my first lock, and the Tennessee Titans is my second lock, only because I do not want to jinx the Saints. But my my two underdogs this week, obviously, the Washington football team, they're about to wax that ass by 14. And then we're taking the freaking Cincinnati Bengals along with Chandler. I got them as my upset of the week. They get it done this week. All right, so enough of all that nonsense. Now, my my two locks of the week, just out of spite, I'm taking the Detroit Lions as a lock this week over the Washington football team, just <laughs> out of spite. are out of your box. Detroit <laughs> Lions are an absolute lock this week. The Redskins are the worst win. team in the league. The Jets would beat those fuckers. Give me the, <laughs> give me the Detroit Lions over the Washington football team. Lock it in. You won't lose any money. Chandler said it best. Whatever money that you're betting on the Redskins, give them whatever drugs that you're on. He wants it. Chandler said it best. My other lock, you fuckers are idiots. The Pittsburgh Steelers is the most obvious obvious lock of the year. 8-0 take you on Joe Burrow and the Bengals at home. The Ravens are going to dog walk the Patriots. Pittsburgh Pittsburgh over Cincinnati. Easy. Easy. By the way, it's supposed to be raining in that game. Easy lock. Uh, my two underdogs, my two underdogs this week, Jacksonville. No, I'm just kidding. I ain't taking the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> Houston Texans, Houston Texans over the Cleveland Browns. They still have a little bit of the interim coach effect, which it's a few weeks past now since Bill O'Brien's uh, been fired, but they still have a little bit left in the interim coach effect. I think an interim coach has promised three games to win. They've won two under, uh, what is it, Romeo Cornell still? Romeo Cornell. They still have a they still have one more win in them for the interim coach. They're going to get that this week over the Cleveland Browns and give me the New York Giants over Philadelphia Eagles just because I want the NFC East to look shittier than it is already. Give me the New York Giants over the Philadelphia Eagles as my second dog this week. Lock that in, baby. I like it. I like it. Besides the football team. That was just a dumbass thing. To say. That was the most confident confident thing I've said on the show. And the Bengals. Bengals are going to beat the Steelers. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> My head hurts. My head is turn, hurting from the show. Turn into the pigskin pick them where you can 
confer to the three guys at the top of the pigskin pick'em to the guy that's in dead last of the pigskin pick'em. <laughs> so, so y'all know who to trust on this. To show. clarify, to clarify, yeah, I missed a week. You can, I missed you can a week. Plug that in on the uh, on the on the top right here. Our pick'em, but uh, you know who to trust and Bo Chan and Stephen A. When it comes missed, down to pick, missed an entire week and I'm closing the gap. You are not fucking close to me. Shut the fuck up. I said I'm closing the gap. <laughs> no, I've I've beat you every week. How are you closing the gap? Closing the gap. I didn't say on you, but I'm closing the gap to the next person. <laughs> okay, Noah, who missed a week as well. Close, closing <laughs> the gap. I, I all I stated was facts so far that I've missed a week and I'm closing the gap. Almost like in fantasy, you're closing the gap. Yeah, that's almost like saying uh. The fact of Tom Brady took over the all-time touchdown record isn't fake news. I mean, you're pulling out straws here. True. Bo. Misleading news. Fake news. You are a fraud, my friend. Give give Bo oh, his no. Cajun word of the week, dude. Cajun word of the week. So I'm not even sure what this is. We're going to give Bo the floor here. Let's get Bo nice and big on here. All right, boys. Does everyone have a pen and paper in front of them? Hello. Can you hear us? Uh, I take you off the screen. Apparently, we can't hear you, so we're going to stay on the screen here, boys. Okay, so does everyone have a pen and paper in front of them? Sure no, and I'm not getting one. You I have it. one. Go ahead with it, sir. We can, we can tap, type in chat, though. Okay, yeah. I like that. So my Cajun word of the week. So for this first one, it is New Orleans-based. Uh, some of our hometowns here. Uh, very fun place to visit sometimes. Uh, also, very dangerous and got a feeling I know. Corrupted. Uh, yeah, you probably do. But on this street name, we have. Yeah, I know very, exactly what it have is. Some very popular uh, things going on. They have emeralds. <laughs> what is Drewbreeze? You motherfucker. Uh, too easy. Uh, <laughs> so we have emeralds restaurant. Mother's Chicken, great fried chicken. Uh, we have a music venue, Tipitina's, on this street. And did you know that this street name comes from an Indian tribe that claims they're the Mardi Gras tribe? So my Cajun, my Cajun word of the week is Chapatulas. And can anybody besides Logan spell it? Yes, T C H O U P I T O U L A S. So for those of y'all not from Louisiana, Chapatulas is in fact spelled with starting with a T. T-C-H. For those that also can't see our private chat, uh, Logan already spelled the word before he even finished that question. That's why I was able to rattle that off uh, very quickly. Chuchapulas, whatever the fuck you say that. (laughs) T-C-H-O-U-P-I-T-O-U-L-A-S. I I won my third grade spelling bee, son. I don't come at me with these soft stuff. (laughs) That is a good word, though. Yep. So what do we have next, Lucas? Boys, I believe that brings us to uh, the end of the show. Or do we want to do a little cuck fuck real quick from last week? Do we? we. Cuck fuck of the week. The viewers and listeners' favorite segment on the show. Cuck fuck of the week. Now, we're going to flash back. I know we just did a preview for this week. We're going to flash it back to last week. And I'm going to kick things off here because I let you boys go first with your dumb locks and your dumb underdogs. I'm going to go first here with my cuck fuck of the week. My cuck fuck of the week is the Virginia Tech Hokies. 
The Virginia Tech Hokies played the Liberty. I don't even know what Liberty's mascot is. They played Liberty this the past Flames, week. The Flames, dude. The Flames. The Flames. The Liberty Flames, Wait. who are ranked. They were ranked 25th at the time of the game. The Liberty Flames had a field goal to win the game. I believe it was a tie ball game. It was to win the game at the end of the game. The Virginia Tech Hokies called a timeout to ice the kicker at the end of the game. But the ball was snapped, and the kick was kicked. Virginia Tech blocked said kick, took it back to the house, which would have won them the game as time expired, but they called a timeout right before the, the game ended, went to overtime. No, no, no. They drilled, he drilled the kick. He drilled the kick. It didn't go to overtime. They yeah. just, I thought it went to overtime. No, no, no. no they just the Either kick. way, cuck fuck of the week, whoever the fuck the coach is for the Virginia Tech Hokies, he is it. Or whoever the fuck called the timeout, he is it. Tried to ice the kicker, iced themselves, then he drilled the kick. Did not go to OT, won the game, doesn't change anything. Cut fuck of the week. I have an alpha. I have an alpha this week. Save it. An alpha this week. Do I need do save I save it, it for after? Save okay. It. Let's it. let's do some cuck fucks. Let's do Bo, cuck fuck of the week. So before our show got delayed multiple times, my cuck fuck of the week was JD McKissick. However, due to some transgressions recently, I have a new cuck fuck of the week. Said cuckfuck claimed to have assembled the best, the best fantasy team ever, had undefeated aspirations. He claimed I was forever in tank mode and my team was, in fact, dog shit. Well, I beat Luke in fantasy and I'm ahead of him in the division. Luke is currently under 500 with his best team in the league. True story. For our podcast, we were going to have a live show on Monday, but Luke's internet decided to take a shit because he decides that he wants to use a router that I used my sophomore year of college, which was like six years ago, and he's somehow still using that router. And here we are. Last night, they were supposed to do a live show, and I don't even know what happened. I don't want to know what happened. There was no live show. Luke had a delay for an hour, so we all left. So, Luke, you are my clear cuck fuck of the week. That's a good one, Bo. Honorably <laughs> taken. Honorably taken. I can I can frame this forever. I was the first show member to be cuck fuck of the week. I'm going to frame that one. True. Chandler, give us your cuck fuck of the week. <clears throat> so, I struggle with this one, but my cuck fuck of the week, as Logan alluded to earlier in the show goes to the Denver Broncos offense. And the reason why is because they robbed all of us (laughs) of another Falcons letdown. And I tell you what, the internet would have had a field day. Field day, dude. I get on when those meltdowns happen, not to cut you off, but when those meltdowns happen, there's nothing better for the next hour than being on Twitter. There's nothing better. Yes, I agree. Either that. That meltdown or the Daniel Jones falling on his face. That was the <laughs> two best moments of the season. Facts. So, for anyone that didn't watch, the Denver Broncos had the ball, like we talked about earlier. 40 seconds left in the game. Throw two, or they throw three incomplete passes on fourth down. The wide receiver, obviously the offense doesn't know what's going on. They are so confused. They have no idea. I mean, everyone's lost. 
one wide receiver on the other side's motioning someone else over. The quarterback's looking around like, what's going on? So the wide receiver starts motioning over to the other side of the ball. The center snaps it. Lloyd Cushenberry, LSU alum, represent, baby, True. snaps the ball and hits the wide receiver in the hip. Kick the wide receiver kicks the ball. No one knows where the ball's at. They fall on it. Game's over. Falcons win. Terrible. Denver Broncos, you are my cuck fuck of the week. I that, need you need to leave best my one. Falcons alone. No, my Falcons are good. No, no. They're two and zero oh in their last. The wide, the wide receiver in motion. By the way, the best ever. That shit way, was funny. I would like to point out, even though I am gladly taken, happily taken, my cuck fuck of the week bestowed upon me. We did run a trivia show on Monday night, and it ran absolutely fine on my internet in the same session. Logan, cuck fuck of the week. <laughs> what? That's so random. But I'm glad Bo changed his cuck fuck of the week because mine is hands down going to J.D. McKissick. That dude is a dipshit and needs to be fired from the team immediately. He cost three turnovers on my fucking quarterback in the three game winning drives. We had three chances to go win that game and we fucked them all up with picks. So Alex Smith and J.D. McKissick, both of them get cuck fucks of the week because J.D. McKissick falls down twice. Alex Smith throws it straight to the linebacker. And then the time that he stays on his feet, he decides to hit the ball straight up in the air to the fucking safety. So, so you're giving Alex, giving Alex Smith. I'm giving, him, I'm giving him a dual cuck fuck to the quarterback and the running back of the Washington football team. But you team. think he's going to go for 300 yards? What a, great way, what a great way to end this off. Uh, the whole show he spent propping up. Talking about hey, the Washington football got, team and I Alex gotta, Smith specifically, and then he just gave Alex Smith cuck fuck. I got to give credit where credit's due, and I got to abuse them when they act like total <laughs> dipshits. So they acted like dipshits this weekend. Next week, we're on a fire. We're coming back strong, and we're beating the Lions. We're heading into the next week. Give me 250 and two touchdowns. I'm on board with you. 300 and two touchdowns, and we win by 14. And who is my other 14 points? The Cardinals over somebody. Anyways, Cardinals over the Bills. Bills. Oh, yeah, 14 points. Moving on. Moving on to Alpha of the Week. Alpha of the Week. I've got a banger of an Alpha of the Week. Chris Carson on Instagram. Chris Carson, who sat out this last game for the Seahawks with an injury. Some guy that owns Chris Carson in fantasy football hit him up in his DMs on Instagram. I'm going to read them verbatim. This is from the guy. I don't know who he is. This is from the guy that owns him in fantasy. Quote, yo, pussy, tape your foot up and go the fuck in. You're selling my fantasy team right now. Fuck you. That's what the guy said. Chris Carson, fuck your fantasy team. Come make me play. Guy, what's the address? Chris Carson, sin's address. Chris Carson, yo ass better pull up too. Alpha of the week. Calling... <laughs> Calling out the fantasy owner who called him a pussy and told him he better tape his leg up and go play because he's fucking his fantasy team. Chris Carson, you are my alpha. First ever alpha on the show, alpha of the week, Chris Carson. And I'm, I deeply regret trading you after seeing that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's awesome. Fuck that guy. Alpha. Sounds like something Bo would do. This is probably Bo. Bo owns, yeah. owns him in another league. Uh, Bo probably did DM. DM. I could absolutely see Bo doing that. Alpha <laughs> of the week, Chris Carson. Are we ending the show there? No alphas of the week here. I'm the only one that's 
respectable enough to call out alphas where they are. I, th- yeah, I, I think very few alphas, alphas this weekend. You. Yeah. <laughs> very few alphas from the week. Well, that does bring us I'll, to the end of the I'll show, then. Alpha of the week. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead before I say end of the show. Me and Chan okay, for, nope. for 2-0 and in trivia. Boys and girls, you have reached the end of the show. We once again want to thank you for listening to this episode, the first ever episode of our brand new show, the Bumlin' Fumlin' Mumlin' Show. We hope you enjoyed the episode, and if you did, please go give us a follow on either our Instagram or our Twitter, or both. We prefer both. Both handles are at the BFM Show at T H E. B-F-M-S-H-O-W. That is on both Instagram and Twitter. Go hit us up. DM us. Tag us and stuff. Tweet at us. Tell us what you liked or did not like about the show. We appreciate all feedback. And let us know. Let us know if you would like to be on our trivia series that we have on YouTube. If you have not checked it out, I'll again ask. Go check out our YouTube, The Bumbling, Fumbling, Mumbling Show. Go check out. We have now two episodes of BFM Trivia Night. We are very excited about the trivia nights. We have a lot of fun with them. We think they're very entertaining. If you, yourself, listening to this now, would like to be on our trivia show, test your sports knowledge, team up with one of the guys here, let us know, and we will make it happen. Thanks for listening. Have a good night.